Welcome to the Way We See It podcast, where we talk about politics, social justice, and culture. I'm Tati. And I'm Ariana. And we are your hosts of this podcast. Welcome back, everybody, to the Way We See It podcast. This is episode 35, um, 36. You can check out tomorrow, which comes out Saturday, which is what day? Um, I don't even know, but it comes Today, out Saturday. Today's 12, 13, 15? The 15th. Okay, anyways. <laughs> week 15 was technically last week because you know how every week I say episode 15, whatever. You guys know what I'm saying if you actually listen to the podcast. Um, but this is episode um, 35, week 16 now. Um, sorry that we didn't get to post our episode last week. <laughs> we were getting um, a bit lit, had our own things going on. <laughs> It was also finals week, too. Yeah, it was my finals. I had finals back to back to back with work. And then Ariana also had her own stuff going on. So not so much lit, but we were just going We celebrated it. by the end of the weekend. Yeah. Apart, but we celebrated. <laughs> we celebrated how the best way we knew how. And yeah, that's all you guys need to really know right now. You'll find out later on. <laughs> so, yeah, um, as you guys can see from this week's topic, we're going to do Asian American Pacific Islander Month. But before we get into that, um, don't forget to check out our socials. We're on Instagram and Twitter at The Way We See It With The C. Um, in the link. The link. Yeah. <laughs> um, in the links of our bios, we have, in the bio, we have a link that you guys can check out where we have our podcast, our YouTube, um, and also the link to our website if you haven't checked that out already, where we have our blogs, our citations, our resources, and much more if you guys want to check that out. Uh, not to mention that we're also on YouTube now with our visuals, which is what we're doing here. If you guys are watching us on YouTube, hello. You get to see our pretty faces every week, and if you don't watch us on YouTube, um and you know you can always listen on the regular podcast if that's what you want to do but if you also want to see our pretty faces every week like i said you know where to find us at the way we see it with a c and don't forget to like comment share subscribe and let's get down into business yes yeah, so in honor of asian american pacific island month we're going to be talking about um this these these folks um every month we always try to find like what um like the awareness of that month mm -hmm. like literally all the top months of the year there's always something to to talk about or to bring more awareness awareness about so tati and i we always pay attention to um what's going on in each each month so we're in this episode we're just going to shed light on asian americans and pacific islanders yes and um why do you want to talk about this um the, I was, there's a lot going on in the asian american and pacific islander community i i know there's been hate crimes um back to back that the, these folks have experienced before the pandemic but definitely after the pandemic the numbers have spiked yeah. for, for hate, hate crimes against this exponentially community. um and that's because a lot of people think that the virus started in um in china and we did have a president um that used to call it the china virus mm -hmm. so like i was saying before um when we recorded this for the first time, I'm saying this for the second time, yeah, um, that I couldn't imagine like you know people from 
you know, identify as Asian American Pacific Islander, seeing the president of the United States at the time calling it the, the China virus. Yeah. And in front of the news where millions of people are, are watching, especially we're all stuck at home. So. Yeah. Um, I definitely agree with everything that Adiyama said. Um, not to mention, I just feel in general when Trump was in during his presidency that he did, he's a reason for a lot more of the violence that we have now. I feel like a lot more race, like we said, racism and violence among these communities has been going on for years, decades, centuries. Um, let's not to forget to mention that anybody that was not white once upon a time was a slave. So it's just, um, it's just one of those things where I really feel like he's someone that played a major role in a lot of the things, especially the Asian community is going through, um, because his words really did invoke like a lot of violence and a lot of like um, hate crimes, and we'll get into some of those statistics later on today. But yeah, so I just think it's definitely an important issue to focus on and spread awareness about. Um, especially during Asian American Pacific Islander month because this is their month um, and it's definitely one of those feel good moments you know just like how it's um, Black History Month, um, Hispanic Heritage Month, like LGBTQ American, uh, LGBTQ American, <laughs> LGBTQ plus month um, like it's one of those things where each person that's in that you know in that category like we we feel like the shit like mm -hmm. we're like yeah like i'm from this place this is my culture this is what we do like it's a pat yourself in the back moment and yeah that's basically it so um yeah that's just why i think it's important to like, pay attention to right now also i feel like it's something that's not really like put out on the media as like, much especially like with the like hate crimes like it wasn't as much on the news as compared to other um groups that Day. Like BLM. Um, yeah. Yeah. So, so. <laughs> Jinx. <laughs> Touch red. You well, owe me a I don't, I don't really. Well, I kind of know why, but. Yeah. It's it's the media. It's the mass media, and it's showing just certain things, and you know, it's only showing certain points of views and certain things that the people care about, and unfortunately, they don't believe that one of those issues includes other people besides um, black people right now. And that's kind of sad because at the end of the day, black people are not the only ones that go through these hate crimes and these acts of injustice, um, but other minorities as well as this includes Asian Americans and Pacific Islanders. Um, and like we always say, anybody else that's not considered white. So that's just one of the things and one of the actual um, episodes we plan on doing before season two ends, like um, basically the coverage of mass media because of things like this. Um, because I see, I only see like the things that are happening within the Asian community from like my Asian friends and what they're posting. Like you have to physically follow mm -hmm. an Asian account to see what's happening to the Asian community. Yeah. And like even from the things, <laughs> hello. How are you? Hi, Papi. So, Papi. Okay. <laughs> I heard the garage. I knew he was going to come with this. <laughs> but, okay. Um, let me hear the last thing I said. Hello. <laughs> we follow an Asian account to see what's happening to the Asian community. Yeah. And, like, even from. Oh, no. <laughs> I just got that deleted.
Asian community. To see what's happening to the Asian community. Yeah. And Um, Asian community, and not to mention, um, not even like me following like my Asian friends, but like them having to follow an Asian account that personally posts just like Asian news, you know, mm -hmm. which sucks because you know you we see all these accounts that post news and you barely hardly ever see like yeah. all the things like I'm seeing these brutal acts of like hate crimes, like literally people's faces getting smashed in the side of the street, and it's like. So hard to watch, and I don't see that anywhere, mm -hmm. like, whatsoever. Um, and I see them acknowledging some people in the news, like especially in the city, but that's pretty much it. Yeah. They only show like small things, like maybe a robbery, but they don't show like the brutal acts that people are committing against mm -hmm. these people. Yeah, they don't. They like show the big acts, like the one that happened in Atlanta with the the spa. Um, yeah, that's the only like big one. Like they yeah, a lot of people. Um, talk about but the other ones um, there's been a lot and like especially in the train here in yeah. yeah yeah a lot of effed up shit goes on in the world sadly but um moving on so we're gonna get into the history now about um well the abbreviation for American Asian Pacific Pacific um, Islander Month is AAPI, so that's how we're going to be referencing it this episode. So AAPI Month is only celebrated annually in the U.S. within the month of May to help celebrate the culture, history, and attributes that these communities have in American society and across the world. Individuals within the AAPI area include, for example, China, Japan, Korea, Indonesia, the Philippines, and Soma, um, Samoa, yeah, Samoa. Um, and in South Asia, they also include India, Pakistan, um, Bangladesh, 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 one, one of those two, yeah. Um, Sri Lanka, Nepal, Singapore, and Bhutan. Sorry if I'm pronouncing them wrong. And according to the Arts and Culture with Google, over 20 million people of Asian American and Pacific, Pacific Islander descent live in the U.S., totaling about 6% of the U.S. population. And also just a little side note, the the arts and culture thing that I just referenced from Google, like it's a cute little representation, like of a slideshow that they made for this month to show like, I don't know, just like what if America was made of, of Asians, like completely like what if Christopher Columbus was Asian? <laughs> it was so cute and so nice to like show like the history and how people are celebrating this month in general. So if you want to check that out and the art that they have, Along with that, too, um, I would check that out. Um, but I'm also going to be referencing from the Asian Pacific Heritage um, website. It's um, an actual website by the government made to put actual facts and like current events and stuff that's yeah. happening within their communities. So basically how the Pacific Islander and Asian American month came to be. So... Um, Back in 1977, Reps Frank Horton of New York introduced to the House um, a House Joint Resolution 540 to proclaim the first 10 days in May as Pacific slash Asian American Heritage Week. In the same year, Senator Daniel um, Inouye introduced a similar resolution 
Senate Joint Resolution 72. I wonder why they always put like these numbers at the end. Yeah. I never understood that. Anyways, so neither- These are like the leg legislation numbers, right? I think I so. Yeah. I have no idea. Yeah, big words. <laughs> words also we stood on this. <laughs> neither of these resolutions passed when they brought it to like the Congress and the Senate to even have just the first 10 days like in celebration of them, which is crazy. So um, ne neither of the resolutions passed. So in June 1978, Rapport introduced to the House during the first 10 days of May of 1979 as Asian Pacific American Heritage Week again. And the joint resolution was finally passed by the House. So that was two years after the original year that they had first getting that done. And it was signed by President Jimmy Carter on October 5th, 1978 to become Public Law 95-419. This law amended the original language of the bill and directed the president to issue a proclamation for the seven-day period beginning May 4th, 1979 as Asia Pacific American Heritage Week. During the next decade, presidents passed annual proclamations for Asian American um, Asian Pacific American Heritage Week until 1990, when Congress passed Public Law um, 101-283, which expanded the observance to a month for 1990. Then, in 1982, Congress passed another version of Public Law, um, which annually designated May as Asian slash Pacific American American Heritage Month. Why can I speak today? So it took years to even yeah. make this a thing. And I just did the, the math. This is the 43rd year. 43rd year? Because you said 1978. Um, Since they first made that first approach, yeah. But it. So when was, when was like the first, what year was the first official month? 1999. Oh, so 21 years. My, the year my brother was born. Yeah. Um, wow. So it's, it's, it's 21 years. It's, it's not a lot. It's definitely not a lot at mm -hmm. all. Because I feel like the other ones where we talked about how, how long it took those, besides maybe like. Why like, before 1999? Yeah, like way before 1999. For the Asian American Pacific, Pacific Islander Heritage Month. Mm -hmm. yeah. I don't know why I really can't speak today. I think it's like a real tongue twister to say all of that together. Yeah. <laughs> but anyways, moving on, just some things that we wanted to just say within this month is just some things to be aware of as someone who's not Asian or considered a Pacific Islander um, and how you can help your friends and people just around you in your area. Um, within this month, like, I know a lot of, like, people I know within the Asian community, they always, like, post their beliefs, like, um, like, for Chinese New Year, don't call it Chinese New Year because not everybody's Chinese, so mm. call it Lunar New Year, yeah. um, you know, if you want to learn some things, yeah, I would suggest going to actual valid websites on the, on you know the internet mm -hmm. but also if you have friends around you don't be scared to ask some questions like just don't be a freak about it yeah. <laughs> like be like oh so like what well, can you tell me about your culture so mm -hmm. like 
that I thought I'd just be like, hey, like I know everything that's going on in the media right now and within the world, within um, like your community. And I know um, it, it's also pretty scary for you because I know you have a parental in this area and you guys are Chinese or Korean, Vietnamese, whatever. Um, like, how can I help? Like, what are some things I can know that you can tell me that I could tell other people? Um, for us to learn or for us to help you in the future, you know, like, um, just things like that, because it really does go a long way. Mm -hmm. And, um, I know that also goes for me, <laughs> like as a Hispanic, I know it probably applies to you also as being a black Hispanic Latina. Yeah. Um, so like we all have our different, um, struggles. Yeah. But um, I, I feel like at the end of the day, we all struggle in the minority um community yeah. people that are not white um but you know we all we all go through things yeah <laughs> this, this place is not was not made for us yeah it just sucks though because like i'll see a lot of videos too that says like why america really is not the greatest country in the world and like how like yeah it has to do a lot with money but like also not to mention like how unwelcoming they are with certain like races and um like how like no matter what they have with these discrimination laws and whatever else in place in schools and works and buildings whatever anywhere you go like discrimination cannot be held against you yet it's still an issue yeah. um and unfortunately recently like we said before um the asian community pacific islanders especially also um have been going through a lot since COVID began, um, 10 times more that I even saw a statistic that said um, hate crimes in Boston within the Asian community have gone up 60%, wow. which is a lot because 60%, what's the other 40% of the hate crimes, you know? And if that's just Boston, imagine within the U.S. in general. So that's a scary thing to see. And Ardena also has... um current statistics about it based mm -hmm. off um stop aapi hate.org and like there's stuff that they have here regarding statistics about the violent acts that are committed against them so yeah and speaking of laws i know senate did pass uh, a law against um hate crime hate crimes against the asian american and pacific islander community i honestly don't know what the the law does <laughs> yeah, yeah like, I probably should have like researched that before I said that. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm not. I'm not, even, I'm not gonna say more than what I just said because I honestly don't know what the what the law does. does. I don't know yeah. everything, guys. But the thing is, with those things, like it's nice to see our government is acknowledging it themselves to the point where they are making like these these laws and these bills. But then at the end of the day, that's where you know history and government comes into play because the states don't always have to abide by what the government says yeah only in a state of emergency do the states need to abide by the actual government so um and that is in the constitution articles of confederation <laughs> so um yeah that's the only thing though so like even though they're having this other states can literally not give two f's about that like mm -hmm. and can just let people continue doing their thing People of the world aren't even going to be affected by it, especially if they know that the government is not after them. After yeah. them. Like, hello, the government is also still focused on capturing people that stormed the Capitol. Like, yeah, that was back in January. 
Yeah, and because they're mad heads, like yeah. they're still trying to catch everybody. Um, and I just saw like this article the other day that the FBI got like a tip that somebody that had stormed the Capitol, how he had like COVID nineteen when he stormed the Capitol, and that's like an extra case because. You know, the CDC says by law you need to stay home if you have um, COVID. Yeah. And so, one, he's outside with COVID. Then, two, storm in the Capitol. <laughs> right? That's a double homicide. <laughs> double homicide. Now I'm done. <laughs> yeah, and I, I was going to say that, like, when investigating, like, these hate crimes, although, you know, like, looking at from the outside in, Especially if somebody's um out here specific specifically like going uh, going out and killing um Asian American people and um Pacific Islanders folks, but then like in the, in the investigation, excuse me, guys. they always like in some investigations they say like oh we don't know what was the intention. Yeah, but we know the intention. <laughs> Nobody just wants to say because it it's an accusation, but it's clear as day majority. Anyways, let's get into the yeah, statistics. So these are like the statistics that um, I'm reading from Stop AAPIHate.org. And these statistics are from March 19, 2020. So, right. No, March. Oh, from shoot. From March. Yeah, from March 19, 2020. So, like, right when the pandemic started. Mm -hmm. And to March 31st, 2021. Um, so... So verbal harassment. Yes, verbal, verbal harassment, sixty-five point two, and shunning, which is that like twenty-five. Shunning is like, hold on, guys, I'm twenty years old and I don't even know what. Oh, not my Siri. <laughs> um, shunning dictionary, dictionary, dictionary. Please hold, please hold. Uh, shunning. To shun somebody, according to the Webster Dictionary, is to persistently avoid, ignore, and reject somebody through antipathy or caution. So, oh, I know what shunning is. Shunning is like what the, what the Christian community does. Or <laughs> they're like, oh, shame on you, shame oh, on your okay. father, shame on your daughter, shame on your cow. That's what they say in Mulan. They're like, oh, you'll bring this honor to us all, that's shunning. Okay, I see. Like violating the heck out of you. So, um, the percentage that I'm saying is out of 6,603 incidents that were reported. So, these are only ones that were reported. There's probably more mm -hmm. from the ones that weren't reported. So, um, physical uh, assault, 12.6%, which is um, the third largest category of total reported incidents. Um, civil right violations, such as workplace discrimination, refusal, refusal of service, and being barred from transportation account for 10.3% of the total incidents. Mm. Online harassment make up 7.3 of total incidents. Mm. And for national trends, so the one that just said was just the US, the US. A large percentage of incidents take place in public streets and parks, which have, we have seen in the incidents that mm -hmm. um, we have recorded. And businesses. So streets and parks, 37.8%. Businesses, 32.2%. Gender, language, and religion are cited as motivating factors for discrimination in 21.7% of incidents. Hate incidents reported by women make up 64.8% of all reports. And youth, 
which um, ages between 0 to 17, report 11.0% of incidents. And seniors, 60 years old and older, um, people report 6.6 of, of the total incidents. Mm. And that's the last one. Chinese individuals have reported more hate incidents, 43.7%, than other race or ethnic groups, followed by Koreans, 16.6%. Um, Philippines, 8.6%, and Vietnamese, 8.3%. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, that's uh, the report they had from last year for this year of March. And you can look at their website, they have um, other reports as well. Yeah, and even on their um, homepage that I saw, they have like an area where you can report incidents so you can add on to these statistics. And I think that's actually really cool too because. Um, if more people knew about this website and where they can report hate incidents as well, besides, you know, calling the whack-ass police if they're even doing anything about it, um, is to actually put it here mm -hmm. so we can really see the statistics. Because people love to say that the numbers are wrong. But yeah. then if their favorite person in the world says something about numbers, don't believe it. So, and that's the damn truth. Thank you for coming to The Way We See It, and this is The Way We See It. Period. <laughs> I've been waiting to say that since um, our podcast started because I haven't said it since then. Uh, but yeah, guys, so that basically concludes this week's um, topic for AAPI month. Um, don't forget to be there for your um, your loved ones, your your friends that are, are within the Asian Pacific Islander um, community. community. Um, try to educate yourself more. Like we gave you guys some information, but you know, there's a lot of things out there that you can read and like, see for yourself like the real truth of the things that they're really going through like you can there's so many videos of the violence that goes on as well mm -hmm. like see how you can help you know sign petitions you know help um volunteer communities if you even see a poor asian lady by herself i would even consider like helping her like i have asian people um especially the old um asian like women come into my store and I always tell them like be safe out there because like the area I live in is extremely racist and um like extremely racist and so I see them like I'm like god forbid one of these people see you out there and they dead ass try to run you over like I would not be surprised like they have Trump rally still mm -hmm. past my job and it's just like bad and it's like embarrassing that people hate like anybody that's not white yeah and it's and it sucks because you know I acknowledge the white people out there that aren't like that and actually stand with our communities and acknowledge like the the way we're oppressed and discriminated against. But the people that really don't see nothing wrong with it, it's just like a sad thing because like that's your privilege speaking. And that also applies to people within our communities that believe that just um, like trying to be which is what we say whitewash like trying to act like how they act try to dress how they act is going to make them see you any differently but if you just bring out your language say certain things like they're gonna see you in a different light and you know i actually remember i i know a few people that like um they joke around like these kinds of things where it's like sure like not saying you're sensitive you can't handle this but it's also like Especially during these times, it's kind of weird to hear a white friend say, oh, shut up before I deport your ass, ha ha ha. Like, that's weird. Yeah. I don't, I don't, call me sensitive, but I don't joke about I don't joke about that. Yeah. <laughs> Especially around.
on this line, bro, because first of all, you say that stuff in front of anybody, you're going to get popped in the mouth, depending on who you're talking to. Second of all, it's just put yourself in their shoes. Put yourself in their ancestors' shoes, like, if anything. Like, yeah. that shit is fucked up. Like, really. I'm that person, like, in the group, if somebody jokes about something that I don't like, I will say something. <laughs> our friend group. Especially our friend group, if they say something, like, or else, towards, like, women and stuff. Yeah. Immediately. Yeah, they'll be like, oh, you guys belong in the kitchen. We're like, what do you mean? We belong in the kitchen. Talking about you in this week's podcast. Uh, uh, uh. <laughs> but, nah, yeah, like, um, it's just like, it's, it's not okay, but it, like, I can understand why some people do think it's okay. But, like, still, like, really just watch what you're saying around people, because you never really know. And just help others. It's really not that hard to help people that don't just benefit you. So yeah, that conclude this. That concludes that concludes this week's topic. Um, we're going into the current events. Let's go. Yes. Um. So because like we missed our upload um schedule last week, some of these events happened last week, and some of them happened this week. I actually didn't even know about some of these. So. Yeah. So it's first, good. Texas lawmakers passed restrictive voting bill. On Friday, May 7th, Texas lawmakers passed a new bill which will place more restrictive state election laws. Texas lawmakers spent all night debating over Democratic proposed amendments. The meeting started on the evening of May 6th at 7 p.m. and did not finish until 4 a.m. the next day. They was there just chatting for however many hours. This is the home alone face. I just find it crazy. How are you gonna have like a a, a meeting or a, I don't know what they call it, a conference? Yeah. About something so important for that long, like after a while, doesn't your brain cells like yeah be gone or something? No, I actually um this reminds me. I watched it in my English class, I believe, my senior year. Um, there was this this movie we watched, and it was about this boy who had killed. Um, his abuser, and the jury was arguing about the verdict um, for hours, like almost a whole day. They were like, can we go home now? Like, can we just say that he's guilty and everything? Like, no, because this is like a kid's life. Like, are we really sending him to jail or are we going to believe what he said and this and that? Because like, and it was like a whole big thing. Like some people were like, like, let's just go home. Other people were like, no, because he's not innocent. Other people were like, yeah, but he is innocent. Okay, but here's the evidence. Oh, here's the other evidence. And they're really just around the table. And it takes place in like the 1900s. What? Mm-hmm. I forget. And they're like smoking their cigarettes, trying to figure it out. They're arguing, they're fighting. And it's like, this is what some jury people go through. Actually, I think I watched in my business law class when I think about it. I have to find it. I mm. really don't know what it's called, but that's why I can understand why it yeah. takes so long to make the decision after I watched that. Because it's just like, the people in your jury are supposed to have different viewpoints. Usually, um, the lawyers that are handling the cases, they pick from the jury. Yeah. Like, they call a whole bunch of people to the jury. Then they select who they're keeping because they think of whoever's going to help their defendant. Um, and, you know, sometimes it works in their favor, sometimes it doesn't. And that's why it lasts that long. Because who knows if they really have an opinion or not. That's why they also, a lot of um, lawyers, they try to keep, depending on the case, they try to keep older folks instead of the younger. Because the younger folks are thinking more of like... Um, 
like the new stuff like the new the mindset that we're all having that we're all trying to create like you know everybody's equal everybody should have like these certain chances in their life oh depending on the evidence like maybe let him go meanwhile old people are stuck in the old traditional ways where they believe that they'll stick to those not all old people you know, yeah but, but i'm saying <laughs> but that's what some lawyers um mm -hmm. go for when it comes to picking certain juries i yeah. remember learning that in business law so yeah yeah, I'm just trying to think, like, how can you be in the media for that long? Right? I did not study to be a lawyer, so, or a maker. I need the food. Um, so, yeah, so, they did not finish um, the meeting until 4 a.m. the next day. So, the bill includes, um, it will limit early voting rules. Um, it will ban drive-through voting. Oh, they suck. And it will make it a penalty. Felony to provide voters with an application to, to vote by mail if the voter did not request one. Um, so basically, if you want to vote by mail, you have to request it. If you send it without requesting it, felony. Imagine getting a felony charge and going to prison for, for not requesting a voter's ballot. That's OD. And immediately, like, when I read that, I'm like, they do that on purpose because they know like after the pandemic, a lot of people became comfortable with um um being home being being home and like voting by mail mm -hmm. and they saw that it worked you know what i mean because people were trying to push that voting by mail is fraud and this and that and the third so you know like i feel like once a person is comfortable voting by mail they're gonna vote by mail the following election so now they're putting another thing they to make it man. harder i don't care if and everything's bigger than texas texas is ass i do not yeah. care um, the bill was Sorry passed. to our supporters if you are from Texas. I don't mean you. <laughs> yeah, the laws in Texas. Yeah, your government is ass. The houses there be fire. And Yo, the prices be fire. The McDonald's meals be fire, but not the laws. <laughs> <laughs> the bill was passed with uh, an 8164 vote. And also watchers um, can be present on at the voting polls on election day. Um, but the bill will make it difficult to remove watchers from the voting pill. So, yeah. That's OD, yo. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't even know what to say. Yeah, so there's <sighs> a whole lot going on. And I I forgot which state, but another state um, passed it. I, it. The other state that had restriction laws now was on Atlanta. Or no, yes, Georgia, Georgia. 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 So, yeah, because they um, said that you can't be... Um, no, like, pickup trucks and stuff, like, on the lines. Yeah, Georgia was the one that said that you can't bring food. Yeah, you can't bring food, drinks, can't get off the line to get food. Um, what's called, they had, they're gonna shorten the hours, basically. Yeah. Like, whoever, um, is, like, even if you've been waiting for hours, if you're not at the door by the time they close, that's it, you still have to leave. Mm hmm That's ass. Yeah. So annoying. Um, so our next candidate is on the Derek Chavon um, sentencing update. So as we reported last month, Derek Chavon was convicted last month for the murder of George Floyd and is in jail awaiting his sentence. On May 4th, Chavon's attorney, Eric Nelson, filed for a new trial. Um, Nelson wrote a four-page document stating a number of errors the defense believes were made during the trial and how Chavon's rights were violated. On Thursday, May 12th, Judge Peter um, Cahill, the judge of Siobhan's trial, reported that four aggravating um, factors are present in the case. 
First being Siobhan abused a position of trust and authority as a police officer. Second, he treated Floyd with particular cruelty. Um, three, committed the crime as part of a group with at least three other people. Four, children were present during the commission of the offense. And then the next point is his sentencing date will be next month again, June 25th, and we will keep you updated on what happens. That's crazy because he already got his sentence and now they're redoing the trial. No, no, he didn't get his sentence yet. He, he didn't. got he, he, he got charge. He got guilty, but like they didn't say how many years yet. Oh, they didn't. I thought no, they that's, did. That's June twenty fifth. Oh that's shit. That's gonna be a crazy day. That's also the, like the last day of school for like all New York City schools. So that's gonna be active. It's gonna be <laughs> crazy that day. Yeah, <laughs> active. I'll always remember June twenty fifth. 24, 25, 26 as the day as like public schools out. I like, yo, we out to the beach. Yo, we out to um, the park. <laughs> like you. So but yeah, crazy. so the judge said that um, those four different points on, well, today May 12th. So we'll see if this will get him a that, fresher sentence. That judge is not playing. <laughs> I can tell that judge is like, listen. Yeah. So then, yeah, here's the last one for this week. Yes, COVID-19 vaccinations will be required for all SUNY and CUNY students. On Monday, May 10th, um, New York Governor Cuomo announced that all state University of New York SUNYs and city University of New York CUNYs will require the COVID-19 vaccine for students returning this fall. Unbelievable! Unbelievable! I didn't know about this current event until today, and this was Monday. Monday. It's okay. It's only, it's only I don't Monday. care, yo. Like, cause me and Nadia have been talking about. She's like, last week she, I don't know if she said in the episode or when we were off the episode, but like how she knew NYU was requiring it. Requiring, Cornell now. Yeah, Cornell. Like, just some schools were saying that they require a vaccine to come back to school, and I was just like, that's unbelievable. Like, this is why I don't want to take the vaccine. Like, first it was originally because I was scared of needles. I don't want to go to the doctor. Second, now it's because I feel it being forced upon me and I don't like anything forced upon me. Like, why is it, like, it, nothing else is this forced. Like, I mm -hmm. like, um, I understand in certain aspects why, yes, we should be taking the vaccine. But at the end of the day, one, you're still going to get symptoms of COVID after you get it. Yeah. Two, you're not safe from COVID once you get the vaccine. Just like how you're not safe from the flu after you get the flu shot. Um, you could still get it. It's just your symptoms are not going to be as, you know, worse. worse. Um, that's the whole point of a vaccine, no matter what the vaccine. It's literally just um, the vaccine itself, just less, not so strong, basically. Um, that's literally what a vaccine is. And not to mention, it's just like, I understand we want to go back to normal and everything. And me personally, as someone who does follow safety procedures from the CDC, um, I'm always cleaning my hands, always cleaning my areas, um, always, especially when I'm at work, making sure my hands are clean before touching other people's shoes after I just touch somebody else's shoes, mm -hmm. like, that they definitely had on or touching the box, whatever. Like, I'm going to make sure I'm safe and that that person is going to be safe. And, yeah. you know, like, to think that I can't even get to my normal because they are saying only certain people, they're pushing it this hard, so it's like, why? Yeah, and it sucks. I feel like they have to do exceptions because I was thinking like, what if a person is a student and pregnant? A person that's pregnant is not gonna get the vaccine. You know what I mean? Yeah, no. like they're not allowed they to. Def they definitely have to be exceptions, and and it's important to know. And I didn't know this because once I read and you know did a little research, I was like, in legal terms, this is not currently really a requirement until the Food 
and Drug Administration, the FDA approves a vaccine. So last Friday, Pfizer, which is one of the companies, um, asked the FDA for full approval just last Friday. Mm-hmm. And meanwhile, it's been out for a good minute. Yeah. And Como stated SUNY and CUNY could not mandate until FDA gets full approval. Um, so we don't know when the FDA will do that. Yeah. So they they trying to do it by September because they want everybody to be. Uh, they want everybody ready. active this summer. Listen. Well, they said New York City opening July first. <laughs> yeah, bro. Listen, that's the one thing. Like, I love Cuomo and I love the Blasio because they really like New Yorkers. Like, no lie. But this when when they were trying Cuomo trying to force his vaccine on me. <laughs> Gonna have to take a few steps away from him because this is Cuomo also the one with the the sex sex allegations. Uh, yeah, and he also he so there's that. Now he got two strikes. He lied about um like the the nurse uh, nursing home facility um COVID nineteen tests. <laughs> three strikes and and he but like at the same time like he got those three strikes and I'm I know he wants to be active this summer because he knows how lit the city be like I'm out here. Visiting um, my friend and everything. We're out in the city. Heads popping, music popping on every street. Um, I was out in the Bronx the other day in Dykeman. And I was just like, yo, like, it's lit here. I see people on their bikes, like, going by. I'm like, it's already lit. So imagine by the summertime, if they're really trying to push, like, no mask whatsoever. Cool. But. No mask. Yeah, he said. Um, Cuomo de Blasio, they had um, said on the news one day I was watching, he said, yeah, um, by the end of the summer, within the summer, I would like there to be no mask whatsoever. I was like, okay. Oh, I'm still going to have my mask this on. This summer's going to be different. <laughs> <laughs> I think this summer's going to be a bit like 2016. Oh, I'm not. Just, <laughs> just COVID style. So you can stuck Cuomo for over a year. We're just trying to let our demons out. Facts, no printer, 19, no COVID. <laughs> yeah, we think we're hilarious. All right, guys, that concludes this week's episode. We'll see you tomorrow with episode with 26. the same outfits, but we're not dirty. We're just recording back to back. Yeah, facts. Okay, peace out. Bye.